Our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. Yeah, I mean, his shenanigans are cruel and tragic. Which makes them not shenanigans at all, really. Evil shenanigans. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans. You mean shenanigans? No! You're about shenanigans, right? I mean, like, do you really think that you're ready? I'm never ready. But never ready. Have I told you that you look like a blueberry, but you quit halfway down and you look like a retard blueberry? Wow. Wow. You look like a total welcome to Punk Ass and Random Heroes Cheeky Shenanigans. Punk Ass and Cheeky Shenanigans. Punk Ass and Random Hero walking down the street. (laughs) Everybody yelling, hey. That is a terrible theme song. That's good. (laughs) Be like in one of those 80s buddy comedies where, like, I lived in another country and moved to America and had to be your roommate or something. Yeah, like that movie Coming to Africa. No, sorry. Coming to America. (laughs) (laughs) Coming to Africa was a different movie. Coming from Africa. How about that? Yeah, Coming to Africa was a movie about a bunch of white guys who show up there and then leave with half your population. And then they give each other AIDS. (laughs) And then they brought it over here because one of those dumbasses fucked the monkey. I don't know what what kind of. You know it was a white person. It was not. It was an African American, no, no, half Jewish. It had to have been a white guy who <laughs> fucked a monkey. It just I know had it's to always been. the white guys that do the fucking around here. The and the really stupid stuff, like when it comes to do with your penis, like like the one guy that like got fucked by a horse and then he died over there in Eastern Washington. Yeah, wasn't that a Enumclaw? It was, it was some bum fucking incest <laughs> town over there, you know. I, I think that he was, if I remember the story right, he was actually kind of high up at uh, Boeing. I, oh, you're right. I think he was from Boeing. Yeah. It was fucking weird. Yeah, some some random guy who lived in like Enumclaw or something, fairly successful at his job and all that, and he ended up getting fucked by a horse, and it peripherated his colon or something, and he died. Like, how fucked up do you have to be to want to get fucked by a horse? Like, where does the... Uh... Are you just like, do you have a demon inside of you? Or is Jesus in there? Or were you thinking about Gandhi at the time? Who? Maybe Mother <laughs> Teresa. You're doing it for Mother Teresa. You do know? you ever think about any of those things when you have sex with a person? No, I think about how just like how sweet of a moment this is. And I'm just lucky to let someone put me inside them. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just look at it. Such them, a sweet and I'm tender just, moment. I'm just like, stoop so low does this hurt probably not but just pretend it does no i i swear it's in is it is it (laughs) (laughs) is it in (laughs) oh if i had a nickel for every time (laughs) you'd have two nickels (laughs) hey buddy i don't appreciate that. probably get like a one ounce glass of milk for what two nickels (laughs) one ounce (laughs) Maybe a shot. <laughs> like those little 35 cent milks in elementary school. God. What an arbitrary did see, price. Did you see a picture of the uh, elementary school lunch that someone took? It was like just like a few like uh, tortilla like chips, chips, chips and just like a slice of cheese yeah, on top. Yeah, not even shredded cheese. It was a slice of cheese. <laughs> like, you know, I was thinking about this. Like, do we really need to pay for like school lunches? We should. But we already pay taxes, you know, for the school. Should right. the school come with lunch? You know what I mean? It does. But the thing is, that's our money is the only money they get. Yeah, but they take it just because they can't. See what I'm saying? We don't willingly give it to them. So they take our money. You do money. if you want to be a law-abiding citizen. <laughs> well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm just, <laughs> you know, if they're going to give out shitty food, then it should be for free. Oh, okay, okay. So you're saying, like, if you send your kid like, to school and you're paying for their lunch. Yeah. I'm saying I think that the schools should have the cost of lunch built in so that no kids are going hungry. Like, I bet you prison gets way better food than that. And they're guaranteed food. Yeah, and we we don't pay for that. I mean, well. Yeah, we do. We pay for the prison, which we don't pay for the lunch. You see where I'm getting at? No, the thing is, the money that goes to the prison, part of it goes to the lunch. Okay, so part of the money that goes to the school should be towards the damn lunch. I don't know. I what... agree with you. Okay. Blueberry, let's talk about something else. 
<laughs> you're a blueberry? I'm going to go straight up Veruca I'm Salt like on your ass. I'm like a sun-kissed orange. <laughs> That's Santa Cruz. Are you no, that I'm bad at reading? I'm talking about the color. A sun-kissed <laughs> orange, blueberry blue, okay? Hey, we're, we're just colorific today. I get compliments in the shirt sometimes. That's I know. I'm saying. You actually do look pretty good in it. It kind of mm. it matches the you know the photo, uh, and I actually have a goatee this time. I don't even know how I'd be grabbing the mic like that, but I don't like this, and I'm like this with my like that hand is like a manly hand, which I don't have, which is like this, <laughs> like this. And and somehow your smirk, it I see now. I want those teeth, right? That's the kind of teeth that I actually. Those want. are horse teeth. <laughs> well, then give me horse teeth instead of the rabbit you teeth. You already have horse teeth. No, I don't. I got two oh, front teeth. horse teeth and then like these small baby teeth on the side. <laughs> I don't know. In that picture, it totally looks like you've totally just like dropped your pants. <laughs> and you're just so happy because someone's going to see it, but they haven't seen it yet. And you're trying to hold back uh, the joke. Dude, I'm going to have the guy make another one too. Yeah, I think we'll need one for season three. I mean, I like it, Would- but... I well yeah I'm, it's nice to have new shit. I just I can't wait to see like the idea that I gave for it. You know. Yeah. What he can come up with. Yeah. Kind of cool. Maybe like some black eyes. Oh, you know. So, <laughs> kind of off topic, black but eyes. this was something that I'd wanted to talk to you about a couple of weeks ago that I saw <laughs> because I've given you a lot of shit about your proposal attempt with Lindsay. Yeah. But. I've discovered something online that seems even worse somehow, and that is I've read a couple stories now where, like, people who have been proposed to, I I think in all these particular stories it was women, but it wouldn't necessarily have to be. Anyway, they got a ring, and then they immediately post a picture of it online and, like, laugh about how bad it is or how cheap it is. And it's called ring shaming. And apparently it's a thing. And... On the one hand, I've seen some of the pictures, and some of them are like, Dude, I don't know anything about jewelry, and I would definitely pick out something better than that. Like, some of them are pretty shocking, <sighs> but you're still like, that's a proposal ring. Like, what it means should supersede the appearance or the value, there, right? Yeah. There's so many, like, you have to buy an engagement ring, and then I don't know how weddings go. Don't you have to have, like, yeah, another... Yeah, neither of us have been there yet. Like, like <laughs> you gotta get an engagement ring, and then is there, like, a like a wedding ring, or do you... There's a wedding this, band that goes just, on... Just, just a band that goes over the engagement ring? It goes next to it, and then I think they usually, like, solder them together. Hmm. Like, like, what do they do back in, like, the 1800s? Like, give them, like, a stick and be like, you're mine. No, they gave them... They gave their parents a goat, and then they were like, <laughs> come here. <laughs> I brought you a pig for your daughter, sir. <laughs> We've already got wheels. We're good over here. <laughs> he brought me a wheel. <laughs> Grab Thor, what kind of stupid piece of crap ring is this? God. I asked for amethyst. This is clearly coal. It's a rock. <laughs> it's a rock. And not even the valuable kind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Choking over there? Yeah. Yeah. Where do you... Uh, I want to go back... I wish we had, like, a time machine, you know? Doesn't everybody. Well, just to go back and be like, where did, like, diamonds start having value? You know what I mean? Like, like, oh, this is going to be worth something one day. Or, like, fucking gold or rubies or, you know, whacking off in front of somebody. and getting That's money not valuable. That. It, can't, it could be, you know? No, not unless you're, like, Pee Wee Herman or something. <laughs> um so I, I think that the general consensus is that De Beers is behind the inflation of diamond prices and kind of are the people responsible for associating it with proposals and wedding rings and all mm-hmm. that. So you kind of drive up the market of the thing you're already getting, but diamonds are already useful, like just in diamond blades and stuff like that. It's Well, don't they use it like in computer like sometimes? No. Not diamond, no. no. They Gold is where that comes in because ah. gold is like... It's very versatile, you know, it's a great conductor, it's very malleable, it's valuable just by its sheer and beauty. It's good and for teeth to look cool, bling yeah, bling. Some grills. Bling bling. Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick's gonna get grills across his teeth. <sighs> I would. Well, across two of them. Yeah, you won't be able are. to afford them after you they get are. the two big ones. They they <laughs> Can you imagine getting robbed back then and then they steal your teeth? Huh. I know. Can you imagine having wooden teeth like Washington? Yeah. Yeah? You can? <laughs> no, his teeth were made out of wool. 
Wool? I thought it was wood. It was wood. You need a different I just, translation. I love that part of the movie. <laughs> Wait, which part is Big Daddy? It's right. made of wool. Right, 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 right. <laughs> hip, hip hop anonymous? But okay, so let me get back to that story real fast. What? Okay. Okay, like, since you have bought a ring for a woman and since you've tried to give it to her, mm-hmm. but imagine that you do that and you give it to her, and even if she says yes at the time, then you discover that she shows people the ring you got her and laughs about it. Like, see, well, if that's what the would case, that feel like? And and like, if the person found out about it, then I, that wouldn't really be the right person to be with to, you know, begin with. It's kind of <laughs> like a dick bitch move. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then all she's looking for is just like gold digger status and money. Well, see, and that that's one angle they've taken on every single post is they keep trying to go like, I appreciate the gesture. I'm not trying to be selfish or you know whatever but like well, this is, is an objectively horrible piece of jewelry i would never want to wear it's like but like, but but you are being a dick well but think about it like this what if engagement shirts were a thing instead of rings i would totally love and, that no but what if you with bought, the a on it like what if someone bought you an engagement shirt that was just the last thing you'd ever want to wear like a one of the three wolves in the moon <laughs> picture shirts or, if you really love this person you would just just wear it. You just wear it and not say anything. You're going to wear a shirt with the front and back picture of if a cobra the person on it. that you want to marry, <laughs> if you love them, then you wear it and just shut up. Now, don't you think on any level there's some room in that maybe, relationship to maybe discuss it? And be that, like, yeah, you can do that too. Look, I love the gesture, but I hate this. <laughs> can we just swap it? But then, you know, on the other side, if someone ever asked to do that with a gift I got them, it's like crushing, you know? It is crushing. So, where do you weigh in on, on ring shamers? Mm. I say you give the ring back and then tell them they're not right for this relationship and then walk away for you, being a dick. You give the ring back? You mean you get the ring back from them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, if anything like, like that like happened, if I'm the you would chick be done. And then be like, Pa-ching! my boyfriend couldn't spend money on a nice ring. Yeah. And then I'd be like, well, here, give it back to me and I'll find someone else who will enjoy it. And what if you never do and you realize when you're 85 years old that it was just the worst <laughs> ring in the world? <laughs> it's like black gold. <laughs> Not even. one sliver of diamond. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> See, and I don't necessarily know what makes jewelry good, but I do know what bad jewelry looks like. Yeah, I uh, I hate. The, usually the good idea is to take your uh, fiancé, girlfriend, and just go imagining ring shopping and be like, oh, yeah. what do you like? And then they point it out, and then later you like try to find the one that they picked out that you originally you know, saw. So, so how'd you, is that how you did it with uh, uh, the yeah, the yeah, Yeah, the first time, yeah. So you just act like you're a dumbass not paying attention in the jewelry store. And meanwhile, you're like DL taking notes the whole time. And then I went back like a few days later and then I bought it. And then something happened and then it ended up in the mob mailbox. <laughs> We've all heard that story already. <laughs> God. So I what, don't know what I was thinking. I don't know. Whatever. You've explained what you were thinking. I know, but it just. There, there's, a, there's a sweet naivety to it. Yeah. It's like. Like you should obviously know better. It's but like it was still it's good like intentions. trying to propose having a sex with someone and like put the condom in the mailbox with the note. Will you have sex with me? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're too scared to like ask. <laughs> no, I'm laughing that you use condoms. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, you should use condoms around you here. With, yes. You know all these uh, diseases around here. Oh yeah, like what? Ah, uh, let's see. Ah. Syphilis is a good one. That's a good one? Gonorrhea is a good one. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite one. Yeah. Uh, ah. Gonorrhoophosyphilates, that's a whole ah. mixture of stuff. Only, like only, uh, only like people in Africa get that one. That, that's like five of them. <laughs> no, dude. Yeah. Yeah, bro. 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 Dude, I know. Dude. That's like all the best ones. You look like Humpty Dumpty gained weight and he's too fat to move to fall off the wall. <laughs> you look like dumb shady. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, that should be my name on this podcast. Dumb shady. <laughs> <laughs> um tell me what the first song you ever wrote was. 
Oh my god! And and how was it received? I've, I've always thought about telling this story, but it's kind of embarrassing. Well, I'm gonna tell you mine too, so you won't have to feel alone in that. I wanted to play guitar when I was 11, so my parents got me acoustic guitar, and I didn't know how to play any of it, right? Yeah. But when I'd come up with songs, I would just do like the one finger deal and like just strum the frets like a very no basic chords. barcode kind of thing not even just the one finger going down for it and i came up with like just three chords back and forth right yeah and then i wrote down some lyrics but this is what the lyrics were but i'm going to tell you what i was thinking when you i was remember 11 the lyrics. i do it's only i don't i just remember the main part okay now it went i want you inside me okay <laughs> wait you're singing this to the girl <laughs> no I, this is just part of my song yeah it's like, I want you inside me. I wish I was inside you. That's the only ones I remember. But thinking about it now, <laughs> now I can see how fucked up that sounds like <laughs> being 11, 12 years old. In my mind, I was thinking of like a, a, like a soul type deal. You know what I mean? Like, I wish my soul was inside. But yeah, that's, uh, and I remember I was singing it to my mom. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and I just don't even imagine what my mom was thinking when I was I uh I used to have a tape recorder, right? And I record a bunch of stupid shit when I was a kid and that that has me singing that on there and I wish I could find it. But yeah. I, I wish you could find that too. No, dude. It's just yeah, I wish wow. I was inside you. I <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah. so wait were, were you writing that just because you thought it would be nice to write a song about a girl or was that a specific like it was just i'm writing this for you it was just like just about just like girls you know it wasn't about like anybody because i wasn't really you know dating or then yeah i was fat dude no one liked me so you <laughs> yeah know. hello i know how that feels hi eh, i was in the group once <laughs> <laughs> and i used to be it's stronger. like it's like I'm part of the club, but I'm not part of the club. Like, you know how there's like those like very, very, very <laughs> tinted black people that are just kind of like creamish, almost white, but they're allowed to say the N word still because they're still in that category. I'm like that. I used to be fat, right? So I'm still in the club, but I just look like I'm, I have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> no argument here. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. I don't remember exactly how old I was, but this would have been freshman year, roughly. Um, I'd, I'd been learning guitar over a couple of years pretty much because I wanted to play music for church, but also I really liked playing guitar at these summer camps every year. Uh, it was a great way to get the ladies' attention. So once I started learning for a couple of years in a row, I started to feel like, hey, maybe it's time to write my own songs, even though I didn't know a whole lot. I just knew a couple chords. And I wasn't even really good at singing and playing at the same time, but like I, I've got these songs inside me, <laughs> they must come out. I want to be and inside you. So when I was in ninth grade, I believe that was the same year that Titanic came out for Frame of Reference. I'm so not, you, I love that song. I love that movie. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not gonna lie. And uh, but the music at that time too, you've got like Counting Crows, Natalie and Brugley, a lot of these alternative artists that really had these interesting ways with words where they could sing something that sounds basic. But still make it You're sound... You're forgetting about Celine Dion, bro. I just mentioned Titanic. What, do you want me to give her a second shout-out? Yes. <laughs> okay, carry and on. Celine Dion. Yeah. I had a crush on her, too. <laughs> oh. Growing up. She's hot. Mm. Back then? Mm. Oh, whatever, dude. You don't know mm. nothing. I don't. Um, but there was a lot of music at that time <laughs> to where they, they would sing these things that, to me, sounded basic. You know, like... Like an artist like Dave Matthews, he can sing a whole bunch of stuff that sounds really cerebral and very, you know, just gorgeous language. But then he'll sing like one line where it's, I don't know, like uh, um, hike up your skirt a little more and show the world to me. Like very kind of like a rapey vibe, not even rapey, but just suddenly on the nose. He's singing a whole song about like innuendos and metaphors. And then he suddenly is like, no, I just want to see up your skirt. Yeah. So I, I thought I could vagina. do yeah. yeah, but I wasn't at the point where I even cared necessarily about seeing vaginas yet. I was just like trying to write a song for this girl I was into. And also in those days, it was very popular to color your hair. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I wrote this ridiculous song. And about the only line I remember is this line that once my friends found the song I wrote, they yeah. did not stop making fun of me for this line. 
And I don't remember the context of the line. I think it was in a verse. And I used the phrase, your kit frosted hair. <laughs> frosted hair? Yeah, like trying to describe the, the look of the hair with like the roots showing and everything. And I was like, yeah, I'll just say it, you know. And I, I don't have to talk about her hair like some Greek goddess. I'll just be like real. Like you could have said like the beautiful highlights in your hair. I could have said a thousand <laughs> other things. I picked the worst line I could have written. Frosted hair. Yeah. So instant strike there. So the, so that was, and that went around like my entire band class, you know, 40, 50 people knew about that song within a day. And I, I didn't, I didn't think I would ever write music so again after that. For we're both oh for one on the first songwriting. First song. Yeah. yeah. Even my second one was pretty bad. I don't remember specific lyrics, but it was at one of those camps and I was trying to write like an over the top Jesus y sounding song. Uh-huh. And I remember working really hard on it, but it was still very basic, like D G and A chords, you know, just very simple. And I must have sang it for people like 20 times on this trip because I thought it was the greatest thing ever. And every time I remember it, I die a little bit more inside because it's just the, it was the worst. Your kid oh. frosted hair. Yeah. So two songs, my pretty much my first two attempts at writing music were the absolute worst things I've ever done in my life. Well, look at this now. We're like in a D grade band. Working our way up to being a uh, C. Yeah, C minus, going yeah, to the C minus. C minus, yeah. Some of our new stuff, I'm, I'm really liking it, though. It gets a little serious, but, you know, I, I'm approaching music and songwriting a lot differently at 36 than I was at 22, you know. I know. We're just getting older, dude. Yeah. Like, like our age is not going down, it's going up. Yeah, and that's how that works. Midlife crisis is coming, <laughs> coming pretty soon. What are you going to do for your midlife crisis? <sighs> Go hang out at the high school parties. Oh, right. All right, all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I could get a kegger, guys. I never went to parties really in high school to begin with, I so I don't it. think I could so, go to one now. All those movies we watched, like 10 Things I Hate About You, yeah. or uh, what's that football one? Varsity uh, Blues. Varsity Blues, yeah. Like... Or American Pie. She's all that. Where, where, where were those all, all those like high school parties that they make in the movies? Like I've never been to one like that. I hate to break it to you, buddy. They were going on. We just weren't invited. We just not invited. <laughs> like I was invited to like the small gatherings of like just like the stoner kids and stuff, but nothing like that. Yeah, I mean, I got a couple invites now and then, depending on the person. But I always said no, and I never showed up anyway. So I think no one just really cared. It's like a love hate thing. Like, I was yeah. doing, I was doing so much God and church stuff in those days. Like, I could be out till two a.m. on a Tuesday night with school the next day, and my parents or my mom at least would trust me, and she was right to do so because I didn't, I didn't mess around during those times because like I'd be hanging out with church people. So she, she figured that was a I know, pretty I know secure what those environment. Church people do. I used to hang out in church too. Yeah, there's yeah. some bad apples. There's some good apples. Freeze, I was in a crowd. Naked freeze tag. We used to do that out in the woods. You did that with, no, out in the woods with church kidding, people. Naked. That's how you get Lyme disease. Freeze! <laughs> Stop humping me. I can't move. Oh, who invited the priest? Oh, <laughs> Jesus did. <laughs> oh, man. Man, man, oh, man. Yeah. You want to. Uh, Tell me about your douchebag of the week. Okay, this is gonna be my douche of the week. Okay, it's the company. Dude, did, did, did you see my tweet? I don't know if my tweet popped up. Uh, I, I don't know if I've checked it. You don't know if you checked it? Well, anyways, I was uh, trying to get Frontier as internet at the house. Yeah. I did it online. <laughs> they said you need to pay a $20 deposit and then fucking they'll show up on, uh, I think, like. Friday between nine and one. Okay, so that was the like deal. yesterday. Yeah, that was the whole ordeal. So I waited, and then I called them just to double check everything's fucking good, dandy. And they're like, "Oh yeah, let's look into this." And they're like, "Well, actually, I don't know what happened, but you need to pay eighty more dollars in your deposit. It's like a hundred something dollars." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "Well, that's not." what it told me to pay i mean i already paid it. everything went through here's my confirmation number here's when they're supposed to show up and i was like does that mean no one's not showing up then they're like no and i was like what are you talking about and mom this is what it says and they're like sorry sir blah 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 we can't do anything about it it's the guidelines i was like well you already took my money it's not my fault yeah this is your mistake not mine 
and then I, when I get like upset, like I'm really upset, I get shaky and then like, cause I'm so mad. Yeah. And I was like, cause I usually, I'm usually just like, okay, whatever. This time I was like pissed cause it sucks not having internet. I yeah. come to find out. <laughs> I can, not doing so well without porn, huh? They, I asked, I was like, can I just speak to a manager then? Since you can't help me. And they're like, yeah, well, manager will call you back, but it takes 24 to 40 hours. Like, what, what? the fuck are you guys, what are you talking about? I got to wait for a manager to call me. And she's like, yeah, she's like, hold please. And then she says, yeah, manager will call you back. It could be today or probably Monday. I was like, fuck this. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I wrote a tweet to frontier. I was like bitching about it. I was like, well, I'm glad to know how you treat your customers. And then they like tweeted me back and then they couldn't really fix anything. So I was like, fuck this. I went to Xfinity, ordered me fucking internet. The shit came the next day and now I have internet. No thanks to Frontier. So fuck Frontier. They can suck a dick. <laughs> and I can't wait for that manager to call me back because this is bullshit and I want my money back. So wait, they're saying not only could they not give you internet, but they weren't going to give you back your money? Well, I haven't talked to anybody yet about getting my money but back. But is that what they were saying on the phone with you before you asked for a manager? They Yeah, they didn't mention anything about that. So they didn't even say they could refund you for and I was gonna, spent. And I was like, hey, okay, if I paid the $80, can you still have someone coming out to the, like, no, you're going to have to reschedule. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Fuck Frontier. Fuck Frontier. Yeah. They're dicks. And, like, when you ask for a manager, what usually happens? They get you a manager to talk to you, Or right? they start using a different voice. Yeah. Not, oh, hello, I'm the manager. <laughs> not fucking, uh, you got to wait 24 hours or 48 hours, sir. I, that's not good company to me. Oh, you don't like that? All right, I'll transfer you to our complaints department. <clears throat> Hi, this is complaints. Or, or it, it's usually like your next door neighbor. You know what I mean? At least it's something <laughs> not fucking, uh, you're going to have to wait, sir. I don't know. I would just fuck Frontier. <laughs> I was pissed. That's my douche of the week because they just that, don't have any like. That's pretty douchey. Yeah, it really is. Because it, it wasn't my fault. It was their mistake. If there is one, they still took my money out of my account. And you're still waiting for a call back from the manager. Yeah. Yeah. If there was a problem, I didn't even get a call. No email or nothing. All right. Now, maybe I missed this part when you were explaining it, but how long was it between when you signed up to do it and when they were supposed to show up? Was, I, did you wait like a week or I something? I ordered it on Wednesday morning. So you waited two days. Friday, they were supposed to come. Yeah, and, and then installed. that's when they found you found out that they weren't doing it. I was just, I called them around noon just to make sure everything was good and people and someone was going to show up. Yeah. Right? Just wanted to double check everything. And good thing I did, but yeah. Damn, dude, that Dicks. is crazy. Yeah. That's my douche. Like, don't go to Frontier. Just do Xfinity. You want to know why? You just order it and then they mail it the next day and then you install it and then it's just on. That's what we have here. I mean, a lot of people complain about Comcast, but at the end of the day, they're overall Honestly, fairly reliable. Frontier was like 40 bucks. Comcast, I'm only paying $10 more. Yeah. $50. That's it a month. Damn, dude. So anyway, you're douche of the week. I want to post the picture up because this yeah. is going to be hilarious. I hate to kind of get too locked in on a theme here, but this guy's been popping up so much. We just have to go ahead and give him some credit. But now... A -B. Antonio Brown stands for a bitch. A -B. Yeah. A so bitch. on Friday, I, my phone was constantly going off cause I have the NFL app and I have the bleacher report app and they were both reporting on every little micro turn of this whole saga. Basically mm -hmm. there was some meeting Antonio Brown showed up and got mad at the GM of the Raiders and kicked a football and sweared and cussed at him and shit. And then he was being disciplined and then he apologized and they named him team captain and told him he'd be able to play Monday. And then he tweeted something that John Gruden had said or done. And then today he did Got an released. Instagram post that said, release me. And then the Raiders release him. And then he goes and signs with the fucking Patriots. I don't <sighs> care if he plays in Oakland or not. But like, here's, what kind of prima donna bullshit is that? Here's, the, here's where I'm at. I, I lose respect for a player like that, right? Like, in the beginning of the Pittsburgh Steelers, he was just, uh, <coughs> he was good, you know, and he'd talk shit because he backed it up, right? Yeah. It's just like the Le'Veon Bell thing last year. He didn't even fucking play it all because he wanted yeah. more money. But A.B., he gets the money, and he still acts like he's, like, Miss fucking Pris out of the whole fucking league. Right. And he's just a douchebag now. I don't like The him. helmet thing was not a great start to his relationship there, and 
Like, no matter how good of a receiver you are, that kind of distraction's not worth it. Like, Pittsburgh got rid of him because he was being a douche. Raiders yeah. just got rid of him. You think he's not going to do the same thing in fucking Who's New England? Who's he going to mouth off to in New England? Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are so ironclad there that either one of them could bitch slap him and he would just have to take it. Right, so he's either going to get pissed off, watch, and then he's not going to play any of the games. Yeah. Which is probably what's going to happen. That that could be a best-case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> which is fine with me because I'm playing my brother this week and he yeah. has Antonio Brown, which I thought was going to help me out, but the you know Patriots picked him yeah. up. I knew some team was gonna fucking pick him up, but well, and as soon as as soon as the news that his release broke, like suddenly I saw these memes where it's like a picture of Bill Belichick, where it's like, oh, okay, phase one is now complete, so we've got a game on Sunday in Pittsburgh. Can he get here? And so it was like joking that the Patriots were gonna grab him. It's exactly what they fucking did. Good job, dude. You fucking you fucked up the future. The thing is, there's there's athletes that have a hard time for a good cause whether you agree with him or not what colin kaepernick did in his mind is a good cause and a lot of people support that i do as well see i don't you're playing football right you're making a shitload of money just to play football you don't have to fucking wake up well you might have to wake up early but you don't have a nine to five job you get to do what you actually love protesting it's just do it on your own time you know what i mean when how is he going to do that on his own time Fucking wait till the season's over. Don't do it fucking during the national anthem or like a fucking game. He his his statement on those whole thing was that he just didn't feel right standing and pledging his allegiance to a flag that s- represented a bunch of police officers who treated mostly but then minorities that's like, like saying unfairly. yeah police officers the yeah. flag's like America you know what I mean not policemen it's like saying you're kneeling down. For fucking schools, because the schools are part of the fucking flag. Yeah, but the police are supposed to serve and protect us. They're supposed to be everything that is lawful and good in our society. And if they're treating people badly, why would you want to show them support by doing that, you know? It's just like the fucking president or the politicians are supposed to protect us, right? Or judges are supposed you to protect us. You feel protected? Us. Lawyers are supposed to protect us. You see what I mean? It's yeah. the policemen are still in that same category. The police are the law. The flag. Lawyers are arguers. Judges decide things. Politicians do things based off of what the people they represent want them to do. Cops are supposed to be the law. Okay, the yeah, right it's and the wrong. law though, but not the it, cops aren't the flag. You see what I'm saying? Right, but the, the flag's are based what the base, with that flag. The flag's based on a fucking America. America. Yeah. Not just the policeman. Okay, so I so. shot the sheriff. <laughs> Did not shoot the deputy. Look, all I'm saying is that it's a peaceful way to protest. They do it during like not even during gameplay. It's not like they're not doing their job while they're there. They kneel down so that they can quietly and peacefully protest something that's going wrong. And you know what? It worked because we still talk about it right now. And that's a conversation that yeah, was not it, being had as well before he it did totally that. It totally worked because now he doesn't play anymore. Well, that's fine. He might be a martyr for that cause. But the thing is, he got the conversation started. And I think that's at least a better reason to be like out of football than if you're going to be Antonio Brown and just be a baby about shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but at least Antonio Brown's still getting money. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Welcome to the NFL, it, it, buddy. It's like you might as well just kneel down on both knees and suck dicks. See what I'm saying? Okay, now let me ask you this. So if if you have a belief uh-huh. and you also are a famous football player who gets national attention, why wouldn't you use that platform use to your, do something use you're your passionate fucking about? Use your online platform. Use your fucking Twitter feed. Use your Facebook or something else. Or make start making T-shirts saying "fucking police suck dick." Don't All right. fucking now I'm kneel down that... to American flag, which doesn't it just doesn't mean policeman. All right, uh, riddle me this. Batman. Okay, riddle me that. Your favorite, like one of your idol is Tom DeLonge. Oh God, here we go. I'm I'm just gonna do this <laughs> as a version. So. What did Tom DeLong tweet today? I don't know what he tweeted today. Exactly. Yeah. Because that kind of shit is just background noise. You but, might notice it. You might not. Not a big deal. 
you don't ignore someone who does that on but national television. Something that big, of that big of a star, that's going to get out saying that he fucking hates the cops, though. Tom Long is still on, like, that low of a spectrum that it's not going to get that much of attention. Call it Kaepernick. San Francisco 49ers. Dude, so many more people know who Blink-182 are than know who Colin Kaepernick is. Well, yeah, now because he doesn't play anymore. It's he, always been that way. He was... Uh, you may be underselling just how popular they were. I mean, granted, he wasn't the sole frontman or anything, but they were enormous and have stayed relevant so long. Uh, and even if that's a bad example, let's go with... Um, Let's go I mean, with everyone the sees two what live the, crew. Well, no, who, but like, do you actually see what your heroes post every day? No, you're not supposed to. It's too much content. But when someone takes a knee on national television, you at least have the conversation. And he gave up Fine. a career. You know what? Let's just agree to disagree. Okay. I just wanted to be able to talk it out. Well, we. this is where my communication skills come in. I shut down because I don't want to talk to your stupid face anymore. Hmm. I'm just kidding. Let's talk about it more. You want to talk about it more? That, that's what happens. That's what happens in my relationship. <laughs> Why would you say oh, that? Oh, God damn it. That's all right. I'm working on it, though. I don't care. I'm just saying. Just go I'm out just with saying, your friends. Okay, I will. I'm going to go cry myself to sleep. I love you. I'm sorry. Cry yourself to sleep on your rabbit tooth-shaped pillow. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> that American flag was built for all the shit that we've been through with the Civil War, Vietnam, World War Two, World War One, the stupid fucking uh, what's that other one? Uh, I, I don't remember, but I'm saying it's the American flags built for so much more than just the policemen. So when he kneels down on the fucking the American flag is supposed to dictate the values of this country, which the number one with a bullet value that America has is freedom. Now, and if freedom of speech. Well, but yeah. overall, just freedom in general, freedom of whatever. That's that's what we always talk about first. America's great because of freedom. So if you are an ethnic minority who feels like you're being, you know, unfairly treated and beaten down and still having to, you know, kind of plays second fiddle to white people in this country what that flag stands for isn't your experience of what's going on so he all he was doing was showing that he doesn't really feel that towards this flag because that flag has not been treating him that way but when you are a football player like that a quarterback and say there's a bunch of minority you know kids that love playing football and look up to him yeah doesn't that show it the wrong way of going about it, though? Because then what the kid's like, I don't agree with this shit at school, so I'm just going to fucking not do my work or I'm just going to kneel down the whole day because I don't want to be a part of this situation at school. You see what I'm saying? I don't think it's the wrong time or place to do it, though. And if anything, it's going to show those kids that sometimes you need to risk everything to enact the change that you're trying to make. You know, no good cause was ever won by just talking about it. At some point, there's always some form of a, a symbol or a look physical at, action. Look They're at Martin always. Luther King. He talked about it. He it talked worked, about it and but then he, he got shot. He got shot, but it happened. It worked. People see heard what, I what mean? he said, but they he heard talked. it louder once he died. He talked, though. You see what I'm saying? He, yeah. he did protest and marches and blah, 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 blah. Because that was his form. So he could have been like, hey, I'm going to have a protest down at the fucking... NFL hall down here. Come with me. Just not during the game, though. You know <laughs> what I mean? Look, all I'm saying, I don't think that taking a knee means you don't support things like the troops or that you're not patriotic. If anything, I think that taking a stand, ironically speaking, and kneeling at that point is one of the most patriotic things you can do because you are exercising. I consider that freedom of speech. You are exercising your ability to dissent to say what you see wrong to call out an injustice and it, all he did was kneel it's not like he took out a gun and went and shot up a place or something you know like he picked a, a very effective means to try and get us talking about something that we are still talking about years later you know fine jesse you know what no you don't have to say yeah. i'm right it's okay to disagree with me even given all that i'm just i'm just trying to talk this through because 
you don't get to have these conversations with most people, you know? The, the next time... <laughs> no, say it. No. You might as well. I was just, just going to say, the next time you get rejected, I just want you to kneel down and protest you sucking dick right after that. Cause you need me to protest sucking dick? Yeah. I want, I want you to protest after getting rejected. Protest kneeling down, sucking in the guy's dick, and then maybe she'll come back. I'd be like, I'm sorry, Jesse. I didn't know this is how you felt so much about this. I will give it another chance. See what I'm saying? You love me so much you sucked a dick? <laughs> I have to be with you. <laughs> that's pretty good. That was a good topic. We usually don't do that. Yeah, and I, I don't think that's where I was originally planning to go with any of that either. But, I mean. Well, I, I tried to put my two cents in there. You, know, you did. I, you did. And the I, thing is. I don't think that you're a bad person if you disagree with me because I know that in a lot of that shit I'm fairly liberal leaning, you know? Yeah, growing up I, I thought it was cool. I had my different beliefs growing up as, you know, an angsty teenager. Yeah. Fucking anarchy. Fuck America. Fuck this. Fuck An everything, anarchy, yeah. just everything. The world sucks. My yeah. parents hate me. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my dad uh, my dad hated it. He didn't hate me, but we get in arguments sometimes, and I remember him saying, he's like, you know, you're, you're going to be bad, like, for society or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's funny. It's just funny growing up, trying to figure out where you belong as a kid, and it just wasn't the right. So what did you want to be when you were a kid? Or, like, what did people think you should be, or what did people assume you would be based on your interests or whatever? Like, did you have one kind of goal or profession or... See, nothing, nothing really, like, st sticks out for me growing up. I mean, I got into, when I got my guitar, I always wanted to be in a band and be famous, you know, trying to make yeah. music. That was pretty much my goal until even now, but. Yeah, it's hard to let go of that one. Obviously, it's just, you know, it's not going to work. Oh, yeah. we're, we're still working, man. No. Could, it could still happen. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, we're there. I'm pretty sure every member of Mumford & Sons is already in their 60s, and they've been famous for, like, two years. <laughs> I just, I feel like we're getting to that that age point where it's, like, it's just no more, you know? Well. Like, we're now 22. Like That's true. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, it's harder to get it's shows like, when, like, every member of the band except me as a kid and stuff, like. Yeah, there, there's difficulty with or it. Or it's like we get like great opportunities and then we're just like, no. Sorry. Not able to. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry my so, butt hurts. Of today. course there's differences, but I the way that I've tried to view it, because when, when I was a kid, or not a kid, but like in my 20s playing with Resonance and all that, we really wanted to make it. It didn't work. I kind of retired from music for a couple of years in Portland, came back, formed Pride Fails with you guys. And... Um, kind of had that dream again, let it go again. And so this time around, like that dream will always be in my head because I just want to be good or successful or like famous at something. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted that, but I'm trying to view the stuff that we're doing just for like now also, like just trying to enjoy what we're doing and getting to go play these shows and having people actually respond well to it like so if, far. Like if you yeah. want to get famous super fast, dude, we could just go out, record us doing really stupid shit. Just like lighting ourselves on fire and running into some random person, or oh, you mean like the Nick Sparkler bomb videos? Yeah, <laughs> dude, that yeah, dude, that's crazy. The first one, I just got another comment on it the other day with some guy who was like, "So I put twenty four sparklers together and tried this and it wouldn't work. What am I doing wrong?" <laughs> it's like, dude, you gotta put like a one in front of that. Like we put hundreds into these. I know it's like we're helping little kids trying to make a sparkler bomb, dude. I, I don't but, give any specific instructions. I no, guess. I know it's just funny. I mean, it's fun. It's all fun and games till you lose a thumb. But you know, yeah, then, then you it's hilarious. Yeah, and then you can't put a thumb up your butt <laughs> that, anymore. That video is up to sixty-two thousand views. And you know what's crazy about it? It sucks that you're filming it, but like 62,000 people are looking at my face making fun of my mom. <laughs> and, and because of that, you've made that a tradition in the two follow-up videos. I know, yeah. So your poor mom, I mean, she's probably more famous on the internet right now than we are. I know. Which isn't really surprising. I'll just... I'll, Her Pornhub page is pretty I'll epic. put a picture of my mom and then a big black cock coming down, raining fire over her face. Fire over it. Yeah. Just like it's like a big black dick, and then like fires coming out of the dick. And then at the last minute, I take her picture out and put yours. In <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this, ah. <laughs> like Jesus, ah. Yeah, 
Oh, rain thy fire upon me. Oh, thy. Squirt, squirt, squirt. How come no one talks like that anymore? Thy for me now. <laughs> Kill. No, no, no. I want to hear you keep going. Hungry you are. Hungry. Like, yeah. You Yoda. mean no one's talking like Yoda? Yeah. <laughs> hungry. Hungry. No, I can't do it. Hungry. Nope. <laughs> hungry. Nope. Do it. I can't, like. You can totally do it. Forces with you. Young. I thought you were going to do it as a stitch. Oh, no, I could totally do this, dude. Let's hear it. Uh, give me something to say, because now I got to Say it. a Yoda line, but as Stitch from... I can't remember any Yoda lines. Um, do or do not, there is no try. Do or do not, there is no try. <laughs> there is no try, young Jesse. Oh, that's pretty good. I, I like that one a lot, actually. Maybe I should have sex like this during this one. It's like, oh yeah, Dude, oh yeah. <laughs> it's hard enough for you to get oh, laid yeah. without doing the oh, stitch voice. Yeah. Although, then again, it might actually help. It might turn, <laughs> it might turn them on. They're like, oh, stitch. Ugh. You're Ugh. blue furry cock. Did you ever have a crush on like an animated character growing up? Uh, I probably. I got to think about that for a second. And mm. we're gonna take Jessica Rabbit out of this one because. Every youthful kid was lusting after her, man or woman. She was just, that's why they drew her that way. So maybe that, that doesn't count anyone that, else. Maybe that chick from Scooby-Doo, not Velma. The, oh. Um, uh, what's her name? Not Scooby-Doo. God, so you've not got Shaggy. Fred, Shaggy, Fred's Velma. I keep wanting to say Luis, but that's not it. Uh, that's crazy. We can name all the other ones. Snuggle gargle <laughs> snuggles Snu snuggle pickle. what was her name purple she was played by um purple sarah people. michelle geller in the in the live movie real life one purple people eater oh, velma that's drive me crazy laura laura loki loki shaggy mcmuffins <laughs> is that uh, his last name <laughs> mcmuffin <laughs> dude i watched uh i, I watched super bad over the weekend daphne daphne yeah daphne daphne i was daphne. never gonna remember that uh, super, super Bad's just such a real good fucking movie. I wish Jonah Hill would be fat again. You think like, he's only good when he's fat? She wants fucking pube salad with Seth's own dressing. Like the <laughs> she comedy. Wants my dick in or around her face. <laughs> it's just like whoever wrote that script. Seth Rogen and Judd Apatow. See, no, just... the writers were Seth and um, um, shit. What's the other kid's <laughs> name in the movie? Uh, Michael Sarah. Yeah, Jonah what's his Hill. character's name? Uh, well, there's Seth and yeah. fuck. Here we go again. God damn. And they're like, I love know, those like, movies. Like too. a man dick, like a big veiny bastard dick. Like I want to get like a picture of that one picture. Evan. So yeah. Seth Rogen and his friend Evan wrote that movie about like their own mm -hmm. experiences in high school, and then Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah played them. Yeah. Yeah. Recently. Uh, I've watched a documentary or something about when they made it. Originally, they were having a hard time having Jonah Hill fucking play it because he was older. And yeah. he, like, they had to show him how to shave his face every day to make it look like he couldn't grow any or else yeah. they would screw him over. But that part when they were showing how he would, like, draw dicks in fifth grade, I always wanted a picture of the one where the dicks out in the middle of the street and there's like tanks coming the Tiananmen down. square one yeah i want that one <laughs> so a couple years back for a, a white elephant gift exchange i did with like sky and some of those friends um i went to spencer's i think it was spencer's and for my 20 dollar or less gift i got it was a book that had every dick drawing from that movie oh, do you it. have it no i gave it away as a gift i'm <gasps> i'm the best a white elephant gift gives oh well that's Christmas, we're gonna have to have a white elephant gift <laughs> just with ourselves. We'll have to have a couple guests on so that we can all trade them because just you and I trading presents would not end well. I don't <laughs> like, think. I got you a dildo. Oh, I got Some... you the same one. Oh, oh, oh nice. <laughs> Wait, can we just keep our own? Because I may have already used this one. <laughs> we can use it together. <laughs> we were supposed to have a guest on today, but I ruined it. Yeah, because we I, weren't supposed to be recording today. I, uh, I had so many jokes with her name. I'll just save them, though. Yeah, save them. Yeah. She still wants to do the ep the show. It's just when you move in Can an entire she day. she come on wearing the weird stuff that she wears? I, I mean, I hope so. Is that the plan? Th that's what I pitched to her. Yeah. Ooh. All yeah. right. All right. It's going to be like a Marilyn Manson vibe. Well, don't give it all away. Just 
There's so many ways you can go with when you say Marilyn Manson. Like tucking his penis between or his like legs. like wearing that fucking shit with like boobs, yeah. you know, and yeah. just like red hair and he looks all white, like a white veiny dick. <laughs> My mom used to think that he was just the, the devil. devil. Yeah. Devil. Like if I'd ever been caught, like she used to, she used to talk about him in a harsher tone than she would mention the devil. Really? Like she'd be like, oh, that, that thing's the devil, but oh, that's Marilyn Manson. Like he was worse than the devil somehow. <laughs> Speaking of the devil, my brother probably hated me growing up when, you know, all the, all my sisters and brothers were still there at the time yeah. before they all left me. Uh, he's, you know, he's my older brother. So, you know, he, you know, older brother's supposed to be cool with their little brothers. You know what I mean? So every now mm-hmm. and then he'd be like. I remember it was like aftershock. He's like, here. I think I was like eight or seven years old. He's like, here, you want to sip of this? You want to try it? Yeah. Oh, aftershock alcohol. Yeah, the alcohol that I did. And then <laughs> I think I, I got upset with myself and I think I started crying and I went to my mom thinking I was going to go to hell now since I tried drinking alcohol and shit like that. Oh. But, yeah. Yeah. Wow. My, my first experience with booze was a little different. See, because you're the big, you're the older brother, right? Yeah, except when we'd go to my dad's, I had a stepsister named Sabrina who was a little bit older. It was Sabrina. Um, but, like, out of me and my sister and my two, like, blood brothers, I'm the oldest. And, uh, yeah, I so we'd gone to my dad's house, and I think I must have been about the same age you were, so my sister would have been a year younger than me. And they were either preparing for a party or having a party. I think they were preparing. The party was going to be the next night, but they were getting everything ready. Hmm. And my dad never kept, like, alcohol in the house. Yeah. He didn't drink a lot of beer. He didn't drink a lot of liquor. I didn't really know if he ever drank at all, except when he had to have these parties. And uh, so he got out some stuff, and he gave me and my sister each a shot of hot damn. Like, probably right. like a half shot. But it's like a it's like a spicier version of Fireball mm-hmm. with a lot less proof alcohol. And I, I took a little drink and I just, I didn't like it. So it wasn't a big deal, but my sister liked it. And I'm pretty sure she ended up getting drunk that night. Really? Yeah. But, uh, I know she had more than one shot. And when you're a kid, like, yeah, mm. I, I've had a shitty time. Like my mom would try to be cool or be like the cool mom. Uh, like New Year's Eve, she'd buy like, like one wine cooler for like New Year's Eve. I was like 13. I'm like, mom, would you? and then like, I drank some of it. And then I got like really sick. Like I started drive he- heaving. Like yeah, it wasn't a good experience at all. How how old was that? I was like I was thirteen. Because like wine coolers. Because we lived in Texas, so I don't know if the law changed or it's still the same. In Texas, parents are you're allowed to drink with your parents, right? A- anywhere, like at restaurants and shit I like that. I thought that was the law up here, not not at restaurants, but like at home. But well, I, just I like because I remember they let me have like a little beer because. If the parents buy it for you, you can give it to your child and they can yeah. take it there. So Texas, it was just different and it was cool. So they would be like, huh. yeah. Yeah. Drinking wasn't a big priority for me in those days. Like I, I used to occasionally with my friend Justin and Jeff, like if we did pretty well in school and like yeah. we got a little break for spring break or whatever, if we could show his mom that we had done well, like, you know, a report card or something, mm-hmm. then, and as long as we promised to stay there, she'd go and buy us a, a couple like, you know, like a rack of beer or some fucking mad dog or whatever. Mad dog as 2020. As, as long as we were always on his property, mm-hmm. didn't leave. She was very, very, she, she was trying to promote the idea that she'd rather us be doing it there in a controlled environment that was safe. Well, yeah. Compared to going out and partying and all that. And really like, that's how I would do it. Yeah. Until I left high school, that was pretty much the only time I ever would do it. Mm. So it was pretty, you know, it was effective. At getting us to stay safe with that. So moving, moving yeah. to Texas is like where it all started for me. <laughs> like the drinking, I tried pot and I, I started huffing fucking air freshener. <laughs> oh, dude, that explains crazy. a lot. Yeah, I, it was. I remember doing it and like we lived in an apartment complex and we, we were huffing something. It's just so stupid. Don't. It's just the most stupid thing. But all of our stories about our childhoods are about stupid things we did. Just get through it. But anyways, uh, I remember I huffed something and I, I, I was freaking out. I don't know. Like I started getting like the tunnel vision and like this like really bad ringing in my ears. Ooh. Right. I was freaking. I was like, we got someone call nine one one. I don't. I couldn't. I don't know. And I started freaking out, but it finally went away. So good thing they didn't call nine one one, huh? Yeah. 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 Man. I mean, I, I think that it was. It was kind of safe over there. Like, 
So the one weird thing about where we would drink and hang out was that they had a barn in their backyard and the barn had like an upper level that you could climb up a ladder uh-huh. to. So of course that was the spot we picked to drink, like the most dangerous location on the property. And when you drink or get stoned with Justin and Jeff, all that they want to do is like freak each other out and like hunt ghosts and just do the weirdest kind of shit that you can imagine. Like we used to go around their property trying to find ghosts or like the, the barn <laughs> like that they a had, gay ghost or just a regular, just a regular ghost. Just a regular yeah. ghost. Okay. I, I don't think I would know the difference. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and so their barn, it also had a door on each side kind of thing. And we discovered that if you would open up both doors, sometimes a bat would fly in. And this is bad. It's not very PC, but this is the kind of things that we did when we were young, drunk, and whatever. Young, drunk, and dumb. Young, dumb, and drunk, or young, dumb, and high, or whatever. Young, dumb, and gay. So we'd open the doors and wait till a bat came in, and then a guy on each door would close it. And the bats would just fly in a circle, like one bat at a time. Really? And there was a rabbit cage in the corner. Uh And we'd open the door and leave the door open. And we'd take a tennis racket. God damn it, dude. And we'd wait till the bat flew around at just the right angle, and we'd try to whack it and get it into the rabbit cage. And the only reason we tried this so often is because the very first time one of them did it as a joke, it worked. Like, we didn't know the cage was there, and we were, one of them was just trying to get the bat out of there, so he hit it with a tennis racket, and it flew into the cage. And, you guys came uh, over with you, like... On game, like basketball. Just like, yeah, like, like on an ball. accidental thing trying to save ourselves. And it was like, well, I'm not actually scared of bats. So why don't we just do this for fun? Totally a bad thing to do. I, that's I did like, a lot of stupid that's things. That's like cruelty too, to like devil animals. Well, we didn't kill them. Oh. It would usually just stun them. You know, it's not like. Like those one goats where you scam and they're like, eh. And they kind fall of, over. yeah. Like it would stun them. They'd, they'd usually hit somewhere around the cage and they'd kind of dust themselves off and then fly away. We didn't, like, try to kill him. We weren't trying to be cruel. We were just seeing if we could get it into the rabbit cage. Did you ever score any points with no. that? You didn't get any no goals? Not in that game, Nothing. no. Goal! No, and I can't tell you how many times we almost fell out of that top floor of the barn, too. Like, mm. it was one of those where you'd climb up a ladder, and there'd be a little platform with, like, a tiny couch and a TV was and stuff to do. around? Not really. Oh. It was just mostly tools. Okay. But then on the top level, there's this giant ass door that you could just slide Open. and it was just outside. Okay. And so we'd usually pee off that. Ooh, nice. Bathroom but spot. Everyone would always like try to freak you out while you were peeing and be like, oh, I'm going to push you. <laughs> like the dumbest things That'd you could do. That'd be fucked up if yeah. someone actually did while you're peeing and then you <laughs> landed on your boner. <laughs> and my last, my last dumbass story from that particular property. Um, like junior year, maybe senior year of high school, I went over there and me and Justin were smoking a little weed Uh and, uh, and his mom had her boss coming over. So she, she talked to us beforehand. Like, so my boss is coming over. We have to have this little meeting. Please, please, please don't do anything. Basically don't be ourselves for an hour or two while he was there. Just sit on the couch and do nothing pretty much. Yeah. But we were already stoned. Uh huh. And so we ended, we ended up going into his garage and finding some big pieces of PVC pipe and loading like giant bottle rockets into it. And we went to the backwoods behind the house and we were shooting them at each other like bazookas to the point that she had to come out. She's like, what is wrong with you guys? I, I literally asked you to be quiet and you've never done anything like this before. Why now? And we just, it, it didn't click, I guess. We were just... Because we're we're smart guys and we would cut loose and smoking weed's always been that for me. Cutting loose, kind of getting away from my overactive brain that always has to try and break things down and analyze and all that, you know. And it's it's a pretty good it's, brain. <laughs> yeah, it's a it, lovely brain of yours in there. It's a double-edged sword. It's like brain dead. Uh, I used to be a pyro when I was little. A pyro. Pyro. You were an X Man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, you don't even know. Apparently. I lit one of my brother's posters on fire that was on the wall, right? Mm. I lit it, and then I like I ran to my mom's to fire. There's a fire in there. And she went in there. She didn't see anything, but cause the fire was in the back of the poster. Yeah, and, yeah. And then it just like went. <laughs> 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 I I yeah. think I I don't know, dude. I was a crazy kid sometimes. Sounds sometime. like we both were. Yeah. I, I didn't know that I was going to get this deep into my own embarrassing childhood stories this no, week. let's but, talk uh, about our sexual fantasy. Let's save that for next week because we are out of time, buddy. Ooh. It was going to get interesting. That Sucks. was a tease. Yeah. Teaser. <laughs> kind of like when you watch porn and then you have to like hurry up and shut it off because your parents are coming. Kind of like a tease. 
You're like, oh, I was going to get a boner. Now I got to wait. <laughs> and then you're like, God, what do you want to talk about? Okay, Mom, I'm just going to be honest. I, I was just about to whack it. Can we just resume can this you, in like 10 minutes? Can I borrow the vacuum, please? <laughs> I'm wondering what that, that's going to be weird. I've never tried that I one. I know, but yeah. I, someone's obviously tried it because where did they get the idea from, right? Core concept, I guess, yeah. Maybe yeah. You put it on your ball sack. Suck that up. I would be too afraid. I mean, those vacuums seem like they really... Yeah, the new ones now. They're like not even like castrate. Even your the old sack. ones my mom had, I would have been scared to put them anywhere near my genitals. Like, fucking hell! Show me your genitals. Your genitals. What? Show me your genitals. Your genitalia. <laughs> yeah, that should be our next. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, well, hey, thank think. you for listening to another episode of Cheeky Shenanigans. I'm podcast, and I am Random Hero. Thank you for watching, and please have a consensual day. Fuck you, DJ's cat! Gingivitis! <laughs> <laughs>